You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super califragilistic, I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Be Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem. Mousecapades listeners, we made it. It is Friday, and I am so ready for the weekend. How about you, Nick? I am ready. I was just telling you before we started recording that I I just think not only this week, but man, this month and last month just catching up to me. I'm exhausted. This weather. I think this weather just... Up and down, up and down. Yeah, we don't know what's going on. We don't know if it's going to be snowing or if it's going to be hot. We can wear shorts for one. It's a big tease. But uh, this episode is, again, sponsored by Walt Express. Yes, yeah. So you can go to waltexpress.com and go ahead and check them out and become a Disney expert sign up for more deals tips info and all things disney go ahead and check out the two bloggers that put up a lot of posts up on walt express i got a lot of good stories uh mandy and vanda so two bloggers that put up a lot of cool stories right now just looking at it right now we have the guide to the 2018 star wars galactic nights in disney hollywood studios and we also have a story on signs at disney world that guests never read but should yeah go ahead and check them out waltexpress.com all right so this episode is called listener questions it's not like anything spectacular but uh we get a number of listener questions sent in either Gmail or to our Facebook or texting us and we just take the time every so often when we get a handful of them. Well, I gotta say, you take the time and I'm very blessed because you gather all the stuff up all the time for us (laughs) and respond to a lot of the listeners and I just want to say thank you, Vicky. Oh, you're no problem. I don't mind doing it. When it comes to social media, um, Yeah, no, it's totally fine and honestly I hope to someday get on that mom panel and that'll be something I have to do anyway, so it's good practice. But anyway, so the first question is, uh, can I decorate the door of my stateroom on a Disney cruise line? It's our first time cruising with Disney. We don't want to do anything wrong. Thanks so much, Chris, Scott, and Mia from Bridge to Missouri, which intrigued me because that's not far from us. Hey, our hometown. Yeah. Missouri. In the big MO. What's her names? uh, Chris, Scott, and Mia. Chris, Scott, and Mia. Well, thank you for listening first off. Yes, thank you for listening and being locals to, you know, know what we're talking about when we talk about QT and all kind of kind of crazy things that are local to us. And White Castle. White Castle, yeah. So they said that guests are allowed to place magnetic signs on the stateroom doors. They don't really want you to put anything over the top of the doors. I think they're afraid that it's going to get scratched. They don't really want you to put tape stickers or other adhesives. They're not allowed because the adhesives could damage the door and then you would have to pay for that. And you don't want to make your trip more expensive than you planned just so you could have a decorated door. And the reason is it scratches and mars the top of the door and messes up the paint. And I can tell you from personal experience, I have a metal front door and 
I have a wreath hanger over the top of it and every once in a while we have to touch up the paint because the wreath hanger messes it up. And I don't know if Nick has that problem at their house or not. Do you guys have a door hanger on your door? Uh, we do. Hang up like wreaths and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And so if they do that and it does mar the door, you do something to cause damage, they are going to charge you $100 per thing to cover the You know, a tiny scratch and all we have to do is get a marker pen on there. So I'm $100. saying go on Vistaprint, make you a big magnet of whatever you want because the magnets are welcome. They're, they're for sure welcome. And I was thinking about this that... Well, it should be out, made out of plastic. I don't know. Because plastic floats. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. So... Out of all the doors, watch this one be made out of plastic. Their about the Disney Cruise Line, but something that I realized, Nick, I know I've touched on if somebody listened to a trip report from when we went to Disney, but when you're at Disney World, you're allowed to decorate your doors at Disney World. And you see it all the time. Yes. And especially at Christmas, I remember I sent the picture a couple Christmases ago, and Aaron's like, what? What do you mean? Everybody does this. And I'm like, yeah, seriously, everybody brings lights, and we hang stockings. Housekeeping will do it, too, with all your souvenirs that you've purchased as well. They'll do what? They'll decorate the window. Oh, really? Yeah, or you're talking about specifically doors, but they'll decorate the windows. So I did look it up in case anybody wondered that, because if you're going for your child's birthday or something, and you just want to put up some happy birthday, some confetti in the way, I mean, not confetti, but streamers or whatever in the window, they just said, make sure that you clean it up really well, because we don't want to add to Mousekeeping's already busy job. God bless them. They are busy. So, but I encourage you, if you're going at the holidays, like uh, Halloween, or you're going at Thanksgiving or Christmas, bring stuff to decorate your window. It's pretty fun to go around. We drive around. Yeah, you probably heard Nick and I talk about this at Christmas and look at lights together. It's the same way we walk around the resort and kind of see. Not just the two of us. No, no, no. With our spouses. Right. And and sometimes with our friends. It's become a tradition. Yes. We rate the lights to see what we (laughs) give it, like a one out of ten, and we're just crazy. But anyway, we do the same thing at the resort. We love to walk around and see the different ideas that people came up with. Some people just do like the little gel things that you can put up for the holidays. You know what I'm talking about? Right, yeah, Those the clings. Jelly little yeah, window clings. clings. And some people just do regular clings. We actually did bring lights and stockings. You did, that's right. Now this last year, I'm afraid, to, I'm sad to tell you why I had room in my in my suitcases because I forgot to pack the lights and the stockings. So I will not make that mistake again. So why don't you take the next question? This is coming from John Nixon from Houston, Texas. When can I book my 2019 Disney trip? Uh, I would say book it now. The earlier, the better. You're going to be have first dibs on Call getting, up. Right. 407. Well, text us 407-674-0414. Email us, mousepacepodcast at gmail.com. And the earlier, the better. You know, I've been booking some trips for individuals for October. Uh, about, well, I shouldn't say booking. Right now, I'm going through three different families to quote for an October trip for the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween. Some of the places they want to stay, it's it, one day it says there's nothing available, and then I'll check a few days later, and there's an, a room available, right? Later on in the day, it's saying there isn't. So they're almost at, like, full capacity here on some of these resorts. So I would say definitely the sooner the better. Uh, you don't want to wait to the last minute and not really get what you want at all or, you know, be limited with your options. Well, and I don't know if you knew this, Nick, but you can, or you should, because you've been doing the whole travel business as far as booking things for people longer than I have through Disney, I should say. But you can typically uh, book up to 499 days out the room, even if you, you know, you can't obviously do your, your dining reservations until 180 days out and then your fast pass. But you want to have that you want to solidify the hard dates. So when are you right. going? Go ahead and we're going to put you, we're going to block you in and you're going to put down the deposit. 
And if you need to, to move it one or two days, you know, that can always be taken Disney's care of. Disney's great at that. Right. Now, the only thing you do want to be concerned with is if you have everything planned out, all your reservations, all your fast passes, yes. and you come up to like 45 days out, just Ouch. right above the 30 day mark, or, or maybe two months, and maybe you're 60 days out and you want to move it by a day or two, just keep in mind that day you lose, all that stuff's gone. And the day you add, you're probably you're going to be limited on what you can get as far as reservations and fast passes. Right. So don't expect the exact same day if you're pushing it to a later date. I mean, we'll try to do that for you if if you would go through us. As you know, because we just did a listener uh, trip review with our friend Stephanie, and we were able from just playing around on the computer and refresh, right. refresh, refresh. And it we can were, happen. And yes. I don't think I've ever gone, because I've, you know me, I, I've gone on some pretty last minute trips, even planning a trip, but I'm, I'm leaving the next day and I didn't know the day before I was going to go down to Disney. I've always gotten what I want. You know, I've always gotten that reservation at Beer a Guest. I've always gotten, you know, um, as far as restaurants go and fast passes now resorts you're definitely going to book far out in right. advance so unless you're you're booking next day um for me it's the value resorts but for this person john you know the earlier the better that's all i gotta say yeah for sure the next question comes from billy laws in charlotte north carolina and he said that his friend told him that if he doesn't stay on disney property he won't be able to purchase the dining plan is that true if it is true can you tell me if i should stay on property so i can get the dining plan or do you think i should stay off property and pay for the rest and rest Restaurants out of pocket. If you do think I should do the dining plan and stay on property, which dining plan should we do? I know that you all have taken many trips to Disney and I value your opinion. Thanks for your answers in advance. I'll let you go first, Nick, because uh, we differ sometimes on what we're thinking. Sure. But obviously, sure. you can answer the general question is. Okay. All right. So, to answer this person's first question, yes, you have to stay on resort if you want to partake in the Disney dining plan. Basically, with the Disney dining plan, you're paying money up front for vouchers to, in, in, in the, in the form of points to redeem them later at various restaurants at various locations where you want to go now if you stay off resort like i said you can opt to in to the disney dining plan if you stay on resort you can now if you do stay on resort there are three different types of dining plans you have the quick service dining plan you have the standard disney dining plan and you have the deluxe dining plan each one's different the the quick serve is basically like like i just said it's fast food it's it's a quick service dining plan the regular disney dining plan is two quick or one quick serve and a sit down meal and a snack and then you have the deluxe dining plan which is three sit down or quick serve meals now there are pros and cons to both it depends your whole vacation to be about food right if you want your whole vacation to be about food right with the deluxe dining plan okay but to answer your question if you should stay on resort or off resort it's just what you it's whatever you want i have seen hotels just as expensive or even more expensive off resort than what disney's offering most of the times you can get into a Disney resort and it's going to cost you about the same amount as going to a hotel off resort. And if you stay on resort, you don't have to pick the Disney dining plan. You don't have to be tethered to it. You can stay on resort and pay out of pocket. If you have a smaller family, that is something I would actually suggest. If you're going to stay on resort, pay out of pocket. If you're staying off resort, you're going to have to pay out of pocket anyway because you can't opt into the Disney dining plan. But you can still stay on resort and not be tethered to the Disney dining plan and be tethered to 
a set of times that you, you must adhere by, right? And Vicky, yeah. you have something to well, say. Well, I'm just saying, for me, if you're given the choice and you have the funds available. Now, some people are on a tighter budget and it doesn't say whether you're on a tight budget. It just seems like you want to know our personal opinions. Nick does it a little bit different every time. He's gone with his dad before and done just the two quick serves, right? Yeah, I've gone to my father before. Um, quick serves. I've gone well, with Colin. Quick right. serves. I've gone by, when I go by myself, I don't even yeah, get the Disney just, dining plan. Well, I think it, I'm not saying it wouldn't be worth it, but you're getting freedom to just roam the parks. Right. So you're not tied down as much. But then when you go with Aaron, sometimes you do the dining with the sit down. The regular dining plan is the one sit down meal and the one quick service. So we do the regular Disney dining plan. Correct. Yep. So for me, I would say stay on property if you have the funds to do that because you are totally immersed. It's that Disney bubble. Yes. You're in the bubble. You will be drinking the Kool-Aid. Right. They will, you will know what we're talking about if you listen to this podcast. You know, it's once a week if you listen to this podcast, you know how much we love Disney and you will have the opportunity to take part in that. And so we usually do the dining plan. I will tell you that we have been very blessed and had it as a free thing for us now. As Nick says, is it really free? Probably not because uh, at Christmas time they double the price of our resort. Well, the resorts go up. I don't know Correct. if they double, but they go up a little bit. Yeah, they go up quite a bit. But I would recommend the dining plan and I don't know where we'll be if they ever get away from it. I think that we, we may want to do it because that's your opportunity to try some places. That's your opportunity to see characters in some situations. If you But you can do that without being tethered to the Disney dining plan. No, for no, you, no. It works out perfect. You have a large family. Right. That, uh, yeah, I mean, you're talking, you have two extra kiddos. Right. You have four people in your in your family, and Joey loves to eat. Right. Uh, he's in high school, and he eats everything in sight, so he's going to probably eat Kaylee's <laughs> snacks eat and tenders. your snacks. Right. Taquitos. So, it works out for you guys. Right. No, I'm not saying, I just, he was asking our opinions, so that's why I said we could both give what so I want to, I would like to know, Billy, you know, how, how big is your family? What's the size of your family? Are we talking three, four, five, six people? Do we eat a lot? Do we not eat so much? You know, are the type of individuals that can snack all day long and eat a big meal in the afternoon or the evening? You know, there's just a lot of other variables, but... Um, or if you're just a couple and right. you're wanting this to be like an anniversary trip or a romantic trip of right. some kind, we've mentioned this before. We have not been blessed enough to just take a couple trip, even though we're still contemplating it, but... Um, October. I know. That's Well, I thought you would have to bring Colin. Well, if we want to turn it into a couple strip, we could do that. Uh, I don't know. I didn't hear no way. Brad's probably going to delete that out of the show now, but right. I didn't hear no way when I said that because it's a really good deal. But anyway, listeners, if you have the opportunity to, especially if it's a couple's trip, that would be a good way for you to have some romantic meals. We're not saying if you have the funds and you want to do the deluxe dining, but you're going to spend most of your time well, at restaurants. Do, if you're going to do deluxe. Yeah, if you're going to do, right. I, we met a couple. We've not actually done that. We met a couple on the boat. It was their first time they had come over from London and they had three kids and someone told them to do that and she's like oh my gosh we're always eating right. we're never at the rides we're never in the line and so she said she would tell everybody not to do the deluxe dining because it's so much food. even a couple's trip I would suggest not doing it I mean I, you can still make the reservations and oh not, true you know um, but do it once I will recommend whoever you are if it's a family of two or six yeah. at least try to do it once because it is fun it, yeah. even though you're paying for points up front for vouchers basically to pick food later on at a later date I just it's, like to get fun. there and not, it's already taken care of. I don't have to worry about paying for my food once we're already there because I paid ahead. So here's the thing. Now, the magic band is tethered to your card. Yes, it is. Right. So you're scanning your magic band when you're on the Disney dining plan. Right. So when you get to, you know, you just, it's on my card. Oh, that's what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? It's the same difference. Either it you're going to swipe, either mind, swipe your card there at the table or you're going to swipe your magic band. It's all the same. Right. I it's paid all for the it same. In, the, in the end, but in my mind, it's all paid for and I 
like didn't have to do anything but gratuities. Now, if you love to take advantage, uh, Billy, of the appetizers and desserts, Disney Dining Plan is for you. That's where you're going to get more bang for your buck. But if you go there and you just eat the meal and you're content, then I would suggest paying out of pocket. Or you split a meal. Yep. All right, next one. We love Mickey Mouse and friends, and we are planning a long weekend to Disney World this fall. We aren't a roller coaster family. Do you think it would be worth our money to come to Disney? If you think it's worth our money, can you give us your favorite non-roller coaster rides and attractions that we could do in each park? This will be our first trip, and we want to be in the Disney bubble that we hear you talk about. Can't wait to hear your magical answers. John Ward, Savannah, Georgia. It's coming from Georgia. 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 So... Your, your state. Let's it's see here. We, it is. Um, I lived there for how many years? I don't Six. know. It is your state then. We aren't a roller coaster family. Uh, Disney doesn't really have roller coasters. They have Rock and Roller Coaster. They have Mount Everest. Space Mountain. And Space Mountain. Thunder Mountain. Thunder Mountain. That's pretty much it. But nothing too extravagant. Seven no. Dwarfs. Yeah, but I'm roller coaster. Technically, Seven Dwarfs is even a roller coaster. Yeah, it's like a mini mini roller coaster. Right, but if you're not a roller coaster family, that may, you know. So. I th- is it is it worth your money? One of the questions was, do you think it, it would be worth our money to come to Disney? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, it's not just rides. It's the theming, uh, the attractions. It's not just the ride. It's just the ambiance, you know? Just being immersed. and listen to the music that's playing. Right. And you could, as Nick says, you can go from land to land and just sit for a little while and listen to that music, and then you go to another land. Well, I like to people watch and just see, you know, be immersed in the experience. You're right. No, no, no. Right, right. I'm not making fun of you. I'm saying it's honest. You know, in some parks, there playing the same music everywhere. Not in, right. not here. And the other thing is they have the smeltzers or whatever. I think that's what they call them where they are pumping out things to make it smell good. So in Tomorrowland, you might smell one thing, but then you're over in Fantasyland and you'll smell something else. I would say it's worth every penny. I once heard um, a preacher actually say this that when he took his wife, they both went on their honeymoon to Disney. Oh, cool. And I'll never forget him looking at me and saying, Nick, and it was worth every penny I put down to go to Disney World. So this this man's very conservative, you know, and uh, spends his money wisely. But and to hear him say it was worth every single penny, it made me smile and grin from ear to ear because it truly is. It's unless you you've never been, you know. First off, you need to go, and once you do go, you'll realize it really is worth every penny. Right. So um, one of the questions is, can we name some non-roller coaster rides and attractions in each park that we like? Non-roller coaster rides. Yes. Jungle Cruise, Magic Kingdom. Yeah. You have. Pirates um, of the Caribbean. You're at Magic Kingdom. You have uh, Haunted Mansion in the Magic Kingdom. Let's just stay it. there. Yes. Um, I like the train. A lot of people are like, whatever. I kind of like the train. I like in Magic the train. Kingdom. People uh, mover. People move. We're rolling over to Hollywood Studios. You have the Navi River. Fly to Passage. Oh my gosh. I'm Hollywood Studios. I mean, not Hollywood Studios. I'm talking <laughs> Animal, Animal Kingdom. Kingdom. Uh, Fly to Passage. You know, Navi River, Kilimanjaro Safari. That's, that's an adventure in itself right there. Right. You know, Rafiki's uh, Planet Watch in the train. Yeah, the petting zoo. Hollywood <laughs> Studios. To Hollywood Studios, I would do Toy Story Midway Mania. Star Tours. Beauty and, oh, that's an attraction. But Beauty and the Beast show is very, very good. It's like a condensed version of a Broadway show. Indy, Indiana Jones, Stunt Spectacular. Star Tours, but what goes with that? Launch Bay. Oh, yeah, Launch Bay. Muppets 3D. I mean, there's there's so much, and we can go on and on. You know, a lot of people, when they think of theme parks, they, they think of awesome, massive roller coasters and the thrill rides. Right. 
But Disney's different. Disney wants to immerse you in your childhood state of mind, and it's an experience. For sure. It's not really a thrill ride park. You'll have some thrills, but it's really to change your state of mind. And John, I don't know how much you listen to us, but we talk a lot about like signature Walt things that, that we like to do when we're there, like in Magic Kingdom, Country Bears Jamboree, Tiki Room, the Swiss Family Robinson yep. Tree. There's just different things that were signature like Walt things that he put in the park or wanted in the park to make the park what it was. Those are things that you should seek out to do. Small world. Yeah. Peter Pan and flight. You you can go on there or if you have not booked your trip and you would like us to help you book with that, we have tons of information that we compiled over the years that we could share with you to make that trip. Um, Reach out to us. Reach out to us again. Well, matter of fact, you know, we we can reach out to him. He emailed us. So we'll we'll find his email and and reach out to him. Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween or Mickey's Very Merry Christmas? (laughs) That is the question. I'll stop there real quick. I would say, why not both? Do it. Well, you have to finish the rest of it. That's what I said. Oh, I didn't even look at it. I can only afford to go to one of these events this year, and I haven't been to either of them. Which one would you choose and why? Can't wait to hear. This comes out of Cam out of Paducah, not too far away from here, just a few hours. Mickey's Not So Scary or Very Merry. I had a great time with Mickey's uh, Not So Scary or Halloween, trying to combine them already. Right, there you go. Mickey's Mickey's Not So Scary. Uh, I liked that one a little bit better i loved the booty you parade i love the the diggers the ditch or the uh the graveyard diggers i with, do want to see those someday. it was really neat um time. the hocus pocus show yes i'll go uh the pumpkins lighting up and glowing to the beat of the music and it was just foggy candy was being handed out everywhere people were in costumes dressed up as families or individuals walking around right it seemed to me people were more in a jolly mood for Mickey's Not So Scary and they were in a jolly mood for Very Merry Christmas. But it seemed like families, the family unit, were having more fun. For Halloween. For the Halloween, yeah. For Mickey's Not So Scary. Uh, you can answer for both. I, of course, my first experience was uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas and I really, really, really enjoyed it. So you did get to see the castle lit up, which is cool. Yes. And I loved going from the different sections that they had with the Christmas cookies and and hot cider. Snowman pretzel. I missed out on the snowman pretzel. Eggnog. That's fun to get eggnog at uh, Disney World because that's not something that I would have ever thought I could get there. Um, Hot cocoa, apple cider. I can't even think of all this stuff. It was just a really cool event. So So we're split. I'm saying Mickey Mickey is not so scary Halloween. You're saying very Merry Christmas. So, Kim, I would go with, they're both They're both fun. Go to both, Kim. You only live once. <laughs> you know, spend the money. That's all I got to say. Or flip a coin or no. pick what's your favorite holiday. Spend the money and do both of them in one year. You will be hooked and you'll go back to each event. <laughs> That's what I plan on doing. Wife doesn't know I'm going back for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas, but I will be. And she doesn't listen, so she won't know. Right. <laughs> So I'll pull what I pulled last year. Um, hon, I'm going to head down um, in two days. Is that cool? Thanks. <laughs> you know? That was crazy. Uh, anyway, yeah, I would say both. They're awesome. I, they're really cool. To, to experience both of them in the same year was something special. It will be fun, but if you can't truly afford it, and I get that because as somebody that's about to have two kids in college, do one this year and one next year. No, do both. Same year. You only live once, <laughs> Nick's going Nick's gonna to pay for it. So here's the thing. <laughs> I have lived my whole life, up until just a handful of years ago, being very concerned conservative, being very frugal with my money. So I, one thing I've always, I'm not trying to my own here, but I manage my money well. All right. I have just now started splurging in my life with money and expenses. I think probably now so that Colin's of age where we get to go out and have fun and do things. Life is more enjoyable when you spend the money you earn. <laughs> 
Now, I'm not saying spend everything you make, but I'm glad I went to both or parties. Or make big debt gl- for you. Well, that's just it. You got to manage your money well right. so you don't have debt. But some people just, they don't have that luxury. Which, thankfully, they- we don't. Right. But, you know, go do it. You only live life once and, and go have fun. Go do it. Go to both. All right. Last question for today, Nick. I've read many different blogs that give me ideas of things that I must have in my backpack for Disney. What must-haves do you bring to Disney World and or Disneyland? Hashtag like to be prepared. Timothy Foss in Chicago, Illinois. So um, in our backpack, I always make sure that we have battery rechargers for our phone. Depending on um, the amount of people that are using the routers at Disney or the towers and where they are, we've had very good luck and our phones last for a pretty good amount of time. But if you're like us and like last year, we recorded some podcasts while we were there and we were taking lots of pictures and we took video. We had all that going on. So we made sure that we all had battery rechargers with us. I would say, depending on your size of family, for four of us, we had two big ones. Brad and I each have a big charger that we can uh, recharge two or three phones, depending on um, how dead your phone is when you plug it in. And then Kaylee had like a fast charger for hers. And then Joey just shared with us or a couple times. He Usually they lasted till we went back to the room for our nap that we had or a rest or siesta or whatever you want to call the middle of the day. So I would say definitely a battery charger. I would have some hand sanitizer on hand just in case they're out of soap at the bathroom that you're at or something. It just makes me feel a little bit better to have some hand sanitizer in and there. And I am. So this is where we, we're kind of different. I am, I don't want to say I'm a huge germaphobe, but I am constantly washing my hands at the park. I wash constantly my hands. Constantly using hand sanitizer. I don't know. There's just sometimes like when you, you're on a ride. I will you, not touch railings. I will not yeah, touch see, the bars. That I just won't. I will try not to. Right. Well, Nasty. you have to touch like getting in. It's a small world. You have to touch the back like when you're getting in and stuff. So. Even the fingerprint uh, when you go into in, in the beginning of the park you when you scan your band yourself. and using your finger. Bureau. Oh my gosh. So and then um, sorry, I was just telling the rest. Go ahead. Of so sunscreen for sure. I think if you listen to our trip report with my friend Angela who just went, they forgot to pack that on their carry-on and went straight to their first thing and got fried. Definitely want to have some of that in there. You may want some chapstick because when it is sunny, sometimes the cha- you need that for chapped lips. We bring saline because sometimes when it's hot, it's not too hot when we're there at Christmas. We need that to refresh our contact lenses because three of us wear contacts, so we need that. I don't bring too many snacks, but I do know a lot of people that bring snacks if you've listened to our most recent or one of our most recent trip reports Stephanie was saying she made snack bags daily ones how cool is that I mean to know and have it all organized I was trying to think if there's anything else Kleenex I always need Kleenex you're bringing everything no I just I have one backpack that's not everything I didn't bring a change of clothes and I go so so I will bring um typically my backpack is mainly filled with just water bottles I'll put five or six water bottles and I'll have them all down before noon and then what stinks is if I don't go back to the resort and take a break and come back then I have to fill up those water bottles with the water there in the parks and I don't want to do that water so I'm going to try Steph's suggestion oh I know and get the Brita filter water bottle yeah, because Lee even said, right. great idea. So I'm going to try that out because I'm constantly pounding the water while I'm at the parks. Even last October I was, you know, I'm just constantly drinking the right. water because you're walking constantly. You know, you want to make sure you are hydrated. I've taken a change of clothes before just in case. I've, You know, what if you do get soaked while you're on Splash Mountain, right, or Cali River Rapids? You do that before you go back to the river. And, well, if you're not going to go back, you want to make sure you have a change of clothes. True. I will also have flip-flops in case I want to change my... 
you know, my shoes get soaked and there's nothing worse than squish, squish, squish. There really isn't waterlogged shoes. But I know what I'm doing that day. If I know I'm going to get on those rides, my backpack is also going to have a change of clothes and flip-flops. Right. Days that I'm not, I'm not. I'm usually just going to have water. That's really pretty much it. It's just water. And then that's all I go with. Well, Um, especially if you're on the dining plan because you have so many snacks you got to get rid of. Water's really your most important thing. And there are some times where, you know, all I'll have is just my phone. My phone, I I don't have my keys with me, obviously, because they're in the resort, right? And just have that magic band. But I've literally gone, Vicky, even without my phone. I'll have, you know, those ID little flip how you doings and wallets where you have the ID and maybe something else you want to put in there. Right. I've gone with just that and my magic band. I've gone with just my magic band and my phone. The first time we did that, it was weird because I felt like I was missing something. Like part of me was gone. You know, like... For me, less is more. No, no, no. But there are benefits to carrying a backpack because then you can throw your souvenirs in there. You know? Oh, yeah. I don't like to buy souvenirs in the beginning of the day, midday. I will buy them when I'm leaving the park. Right. And even if I know that the same souvenir might be at my resort, I'll still get it at the park because I can say, hey, it was purchased at the park and it's a memory with Colin, right? Or a memory that just I'm by myself and I want to buy it. So I'll throw it in the backpack on the way back to the resort. I don't like to load that stuff around. But like Colin, you know, sometimes he'll say, hey, man, I really want this. And it's going to be there at the end of the day. But sometimes, you know, you're in that, it's the fun factor where you just go ahead and buy it, you know, and I don't feel like lugging that thing around. Right. So backpack is good for that. But for me, it's just mainly just water. I like your idea with chapstick. I know uh, some people, if you go in the summertime, you might chap, right? Yeah, under the do. armpits, under the legs. And they sell different types of creams for that, you know, oh, to yeah. go ahead and dry that out so you don't chap. Right. You know, um, so look into that. Sunscreen, you've already mentioned that. A hat, maybe. Some sunglasses. Oh, I thought it was And I always try to wear, you know, I know he's talking about what to pack, but my clothes, you know, uh, the, the Under Armour, what do they call that material nowadays? I forget what that's called. That If you wouldn't ask me, I could have told you. What's that? Breathe Right? Is it Breathe Right? Forever? I don't know. Whatever that material is, I actually have shorts and shirts that are made out of that material. Right. And it, the wind, it just cuts right through and it keeps you nice and cool. You're not burning up even when it is 90 degrees. You're not sweating as bad. You oh, know? I know what Nick likes to do too, you know, because if you've listened to the show at all, you know that he likes to visit the McDonald's that's across the road from the sports, uh, all-star sports. He buy himself a breakfast sandwich and throw it in his backpack to eat later in the park. So, so, that's just, what, so Tim does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 which is a great idea. Buy some Mickey D's, right? right. Breakfast sandwich or Cheaper. like. Well, I, I think what was it, egg muffin? Yeah, no, that's not really. That's not gonna go bad. I mean, you throw it in your bag. It's not like it's out in the sun. Well, you're not gonna be gone. You're gonna be hungry for and, it. And soon. it's funny because when you do eat it in the park and people look at you like, like Where's McDonald's? McDonald's? Oh, it's right around the bend there. It's right around the bend. You know, you just tell them. Well, I also like it to uh, to get your favorite popcorn. Yeah, you can put your popcorn bucket in Fill there. Fill the popcorn bucket up and ha- win your way back out to your resort so you have something to snack on it, that thing. You have and to. the one thing that you make fun of me for, but we do bring our refillable mugs with us because we're usually filling. I just don't want to lug those things around. Right. Well, but they're empty by the... We fill them up and we drink it before we right. get in the park. Then we wipe out the cups with a paper towel. And then when we get back to the resort, we fill them up on the way back to our room. And so then we feel like we totally get our money's worth on it. If you get a preferred room, you won't have to walk far. Well, we and had you a preferred room. I did have a preferred room right. this time. That's like right next to the That's when you send Joe and run uh, down, Joe, and get us some beverages. Right. Yeah, I know. Good questions this time. I know there's plenty more that we've received the last uh, couple months. So right. listeners, keep them coming. Text us 407 407- 407 
347-674-0414. We really do appreciate it, and I love these episodes. I love talking listener questions. They're good episodes. Yeah. Gets us talking about Disney and generating some ideas. Just want to go more. I know, it really does. So, listeners, thanks again for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. Don't forget to go ahead and check out our sponsors, waltexpress.com and virtualmickey.com. Vicky, I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. Have a magical day, my friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at mousecapadespodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.